What it do, what it do, what it do. You are listening to your number one crew. This is Over the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. This is your boy JD, aka Mike Drop. And this is Jay, aka Mr. Rant. Sound hey, yo, off. Yo, yo, this is Trey, aka Treyway. Hey, you pick your road, pick your road, find a highway, and maybe you'll just go to Treyway. But you already know how we gonna do it. Hey, but you already know what time it is. It is WrestleMania season, baby. WrestleMania season, baby. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Too bad at them high ass tickets we couldn't damn go. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't paying for that. They, yeah. can, they can hang that up. Yeah, I wasn't paying for it either. I don't know if I'm really trying to go to Florida right now. Anyway, I'll so. go ahead and pay my 4.99 to watch it. I go to. I would have gone to Florida. I'd have went with my mask on, <laughs> but not for those prices. I'm gonna stay nah. my ass at home. Yep, watch the Peacock app. <laughs> Get the premium Peacock so you don't have the ads. Yeah, you know 9.99. Like I'm a spokesperson for WWE. I know, right? What? I'm just trying to look out for the people that are watching. Nah, whatever. We ain't getting out no free advertising. I know, right? (laughs) But anyway, I'm gonna try to have what I have. (laughs) (laughs) So you gonna give out your uh, username and password? Yeah, let me go ahead and get that real quick. I'm gonna just tell you which one to get. Uh, Nah, nah. Let me go ahead and get that. Watch it for the freebie. Let me get that Yui. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it is WrestleMania season. You know, biggest, biggest stage of them all yeah per se you know i'm excited man i mean it, yeah they're donated in florida again but i mean another two-night event yeah wrestlemania yeah. is always even last year what, what they had to go off of because you know wrestlemania came at the start of COVID, you know fresh with all yeah. the shutdowns so i mean even even still i still say that they put on a good show yeah um so, so, do you think that this two night, this two night event is gonna go like long term now? I kind of like the two night. I was event. just about to ask you. I don't that. know. I don't think so because I mean, think about it. If they go long term with the two night event, then think about how much more WrestleMania tickets are gonna be for people to pay I'm, for a two night. They event. don't care about that. <laughs> I, no, I, was about I to say like I know that that's a benefit for them and a lot of the L. Yeah, yeah, I think like, it's too much of an L for the but fans. You, but I get it. Like, but. Think about it. You crashing down like three hours as opposed to six hours in the same. I'd rather see WrestleMania though is for the experience, it is, right? It is. So I rather pay one time, yeah, and do the six hours because at the end of the day, like when you go to see WrestleMania, there's so much stuff to do. True. You know they have the fan access. They have all these other events leading up to WrestleMania. You know, I forget your ass went to a WrestleMania. Yeah. So. <laughs> but they also. Um, say that sometimes the crowds get dead at certain parts during the show so certain matches don't really get the reaction they probably should get because the fans be too tired i kind of be in there I believe all that. day i mean it is uncomfortable to sit in the same spot for six hours i mean especially if you out in the sun you know that i can do everything outside now for wrestlemania well when i went they were in the uh the georgia dome so oh okay i and it wasn't six hours it was only four hours for the wrestlemania right. at that time but I mean, I could have sat there for another two hours. Mm-hmm. Besides the seven-foot dude that was sitting in front of me, so I couldn't really see anything. <laughs> Other than that, you know, I just, of course, my ticket, my seat, right. you know, seven-foot guy sitting in front of me. Yeah. But, I mean, it it's different than when you watch it on TV. Like, the app, and I say that, that that's the same with just the regular, you know, the live shows in general. Right. You know, when you watch wrestling on TV, yeah, I mean, you get the effect. But it's nothing like going to an actual live event. I ain't gonna lie. And it does seem like the show goes by faster when you're there live. It does. Because you're not seeing the actual commercials and all the other stuff. It goes by so... And, and, you know, WrestleMania, they got so much stuff in between 
um, for those commercial breaks that they have. So it's not like, you know, the live shows where they had the commercial break and then, you know, you're pretty much standing around doing nothing for those, what, 90 seconds or whatever it right. is. Like, they have stuff in between there. So That's true. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, never a dull moment. And I, I, to think back when we went to Clash of Champions, like, we were there for about four hours. And yeah. That jump was still lit. Yeah. Like, you know, even I ain't go nowhere. Uh, uh, as much as I wanted a drink and I wanted I, some popcorn, I and I was looking I at them nachos like, "Ooh, them nachos are good." <laughs> I was like, "You know what? I ain't getting up from this seat." I did want me a hot dog or some popcorn. Hey, exactly. I'm saying, you I know, was starving. Man, when we left, <laughs> what? I, I was I was hungry as hell, but but the adrenaline from being at the show made it to where I didn't want to leave. And then it's all about your seats too. Yeah. That's another aspect of it. You know what I'm saying, right. like. It, I've sat everywhere, you know. I've I've went to live shows where I ain't have a lot of money, so you know I sat up in the top and 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 to me that's with any type of event, whether I'm going to wrestling, basketball, football, or whatever. If I have to purchase a ticket way up in nosebleed, I'm gonna just watch it at home, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you get the atmosphere, but still, it's just not the same. But I'm telling you, once you get that taste. And I'm not even saying, I'm not even talking ringside. I'm just talking about once you get that taste of down low, mm-hmm. you know, then this, not, the one, even, this the, not even in the floor, 100s. Not even floor seats, but yeah. just like once in you a, get that taste the, of yeah, the lower, yeah, yeah, the the lower level. If you on the rail, which is yeah. where I was for a SmackDown, dapping people up, like yeah. that's addicting right there. And yeah. then and then we're talking about floor seats because floor seats is a whole nother beast in itself. And once you get that, once you get that taste for the floor seats and getting somebody uh, thrown against the uh, barricade and stuff, I ain't even talking about ringside. Yeah. I'm just talking about floor. floor I'm just talking about not floor even ringside. Ringside is a whole the first other wrestling event I ever went to was a Monday Night Raw when they came here to Charlotte, and I was sitting in I think like M M something. And for those of y'all who don't know, I ain't the tallest, so <laughs> M is pretty is a good. It's not too far back, but it's far enough. And then, you know, you got the people with the signs. Yeah. And the little kids all setting up. Then you got people taller than you. But even with all that being said, I still had a great time. Yeah. Because I was close enough to the action. Right. But so. but once you get that FL, and your, when you got your ticket and you hold your ticket, I still remember when we went to Clash of Champions, okay? <laughs> you know, I, I, this, this calls for a story time, okay? <laughs> I, I, I swear we got those story time in there, right? Because why do I have why do I have, be, be, why do I have a feeling like this is surrounded by my reaction? I mean, it, it, it is. It's, it, it, it's both of our reactions. The way, but you, the way me and you looked at each other. But you know, like when we went to Clash of Champions, right? And I got lucky enough because my wife had a friend who has some family members that are wrestlers. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say their names or anything like that, but I'm gonna give them a shout out if they ever do listen to this because I still to this day appreciate that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, boom, boom, you know, boom. I, oh, I sorry. Whenever you whenever you're getting stuff, like I'm not the type of person that ever complains about anything. Right. Oh, right. never. I don't care if I get something for free and it's all the way up top, and you know I'm getting it for free. So we in the building. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But just in just in general, you know, he invited us to come out. And we went and, you know, we had to go pick up our tickets, not knowing where we're going to sit at. You know, it was just one of those. All right, let's get our tickets. We're going to get in there. I ain't got no clue where we're going to be at, but I'm down to go anyway. Facts. So we get we get to the we get to the arena. Um, We we get in a little will call whatever line or whatnot. And we get our tickets and, 
you know, he hands us our tickets and everything like that. And, and he did like, it so casually. Yeah, he did. He did. It was so casual. <laughs> it was so casual. Like, oh, yeah. Cause, cause, yeah you, you know, because at the end of the day, he's used to it. You know, mm-hmm. he got this is his family. They got the wrestling. So he goes to whatever shows he want to go to. And, you know, we, we the first thing I do is I'm looking at the tickets. Like, okay, let me, let's take a look at where we're sitting at. So I, I noticed that the ticket said FL. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we on the floor. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. You know, yep. been on the floor before. Yeah, been on yeah. the floor before. No big deal. All right, yeah, this going to be, no matter where we at on the floor, this is going to be great. So then I started looking at the seat or the row. Oh, the row. The row. The row was it. So I'm looking and, I, and I'm like, hold on, wait a second. I was like, this This says FLA. <laughs> seat one. I said, hold on. So I looked at I looked at JD's ticket and I said, well, what does your ticket say? FL. B, seat two. So I'm like, hold on, wait a second. This this can't be right. This this is basically saying that we front row. Mm-hmm. First two rows. First two rows, because it was a good bit of us too. Yeah, it was like it seven was. of us there. So nah, it was more. Was it more? It yeah. might have been. It was no. Nah, it was like you got se- think. It, it was, was like two, seven. It was two seven brothers. Then the the basketball team with the coach, and then us three. I'm talking about, you talking about in our group? No, total that like went ten. to that show. It was like ten of us. Yeah. Damn. Damn, yeah. that's a hookup. Ten. Yeah, it was. Oh well, I I know it was a good bit of us. It you was. know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, and it really didn't dawn on me until we walked up, and as we're walking into the arena, and we walk down, um, you know, down to the floor, and we get close to the section that we were in. Oh, you it know, just kept, it the, just kept going. The, the guy, no, because remember at first the guy directed us to the to the back row, mm-hmm. and we sat down in the back row at first. And then another guy came up because I guess some people came over and was like, no, these are our seats. And then we looked at our tickets again. And then that's when we really dawned on us that I was like, oh, shit. Like, we up against the barricade row A and row B. I'm telling you right now, once you get that taste of ringside, like front row ringside. Yes. yes. There's no other way to like experience or, or you can't just go back into the the normal stands. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you, the, nah. the, I mean, like you got to drop, you got to drop the bread. Yeah, to That's, hear the, yeah. the the thud from the ring, to hear the way they smack against the barricade, the interaction. Yeah, just the interaction that with they the have stars, with people with crowd, up front yeah. and everything like that. I mean, like it's it's yeah. you get your money's worth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they're, they're expensive. Don't trust me. If you can afford it, you can do it. You know, if you're ever thinking like, man, maybe I'll kind of want to splurge a little bit. That was 2019. 2019. 2019. So, go watch Clash of Champions. September September 15th, 2019. Look for a specific part where uh, Dolph Ziggler and and Bobby Roode are celebrating. You will see us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we to add on to that story time. <laughs> I was a I was a late scratch in. <laughs> I really wasn't even supposed to go. I mean last oh, yeah, yeah, last was. Minute. Jay was like, hey, dude, we, we need one more person. Well, because I had because we had yeah. another person that was supposed to come. Yeah. And but then he couldn't, he, he couldn't make it. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, who this is this kind of sparked this whole podcast thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's so crazy because like like after this happened. We kind of we kind of realized like oh man like maybe we need to uh you know yeah we all we all like wrestling we all really were into it or yeah. still into it a lot you know what I mean 
And, and that's when I, I, you know, we were sitting in the couch. Me and JD were at my house sitting down. And it was like, all right, got a third ticket. Who who can I call? Got to call somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and he was like, Trey. And I was like, call him. <laughs> I said, Trey, what you doing? He was like, nothing. Nothing. You ready to watch the uh, pay-per-view? I was like, well, shit, fuck that. Well, hey, put He's your like, clothes on. Can we you going make it, to the paper. He's like, can you make it to uh, Uptown? <laughs> no. Can you make it to Spectrum? Spectrum. In like 20 minutes. T- man, he was there in what, like 15 minutes? I swear. <laughs> I went, I went to your house. No, he came to my house. Because you, yeah, you, you asked him, you was like, yo. He was like, we got another ticket. That's right. He was like, can you be at Jay's house in like 20 minutes? And Trey was like, say less. <laughs> he pulled out like 15 minutes later. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, he boy, 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 <laughs> jumped in the car. You can't, you can't just, you can't pass, as a true wrestling fan, you can't pass up an opportunity like this. Nah, nah you can't. Nah, <laughs> but it's so crazy, though, because like, like opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So another story time, right? Because JD couldn't make it when we went to Smackdown, Smackdown in, in Greensboro. Greensboro. Yeah. And he couldn't make it to this event. So we were there, we picked up our tickets, and we realized that we had an extra ticket. And as we had an extra ticket, the one thing that we was thinking about was like, okay, who can we get this ticket to? So it started looking around, trying to see if we could find somebody, somebody that came by themselves and we can give like this extra ticket to. But unfortunately, like we couldn't find anybody because nobody really came by themselves. And I wasn't sitting there waiting, asking every individual person like, hey, are you here by yourself? (laughs) Yep, that happened. But that SmackDown in Greensboro was a was a really good show. Plus, I had my son with me on that on that show too. Yeah, I remember. So he had a ball too. You know, he he really fell in love with like Braun Strowman that night because he was like right. His parents were sitting like right next to us. Oh yeah, yeah. That that night at the SmackDown, Braun Strowman's parents were sitting right next to us. Remember, so he was, their parents were sitting next to us at Clash. Th- of they were sitting next to us at Clash of Champions. Yeah. yeah. So after Braun Strowman had his match, he came over and gave like his parents a hug, and then he gave my son a high five. So ever since then, my oh, son yeah. has been like hyped. Yeah. Uh, Roman uh, gave Roman his too. Son yeah. A Roman dad. Reigns too. Yep. <laughs> Roman too. So yeah, he was he was hyped after that. You know, he was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's kind of scary because at the time my son was what five. Yeah. So yeah. you know, having a five-year-old hooked on sitting ringside. <laughs> see, see, you know where your pockets going. Starting them out early. Yeah, you kind of set a high expectation for them that. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. If my pockets can keep up with that. I know, right? So you know, we're here. It's WrestleMania season. Um, you know, this is this is the time of dreams. This is the time of increase. You know, anything can happen in WrestleMania. Yep. So, Trey. Um, What's your favorite WrestleMania moment? Uh, favorite WrestleMania moment, honestly, is one that we talked about on our. Uh, we talked about it a few times, but most recently on the Stone Cold Appreciation episode we did. I know it's one. It's it's one that most people either hate or love. Um, I happen to love it, and it's when Stone Cold turned heel in two thousand one. Oh, yeah. It was. It was just the whole story of it, like the fact that Vince came down. And Stone Cold was just so like irate and pissed off that he could not put the rock away, that he sold his soul to the devil. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's what made it more iconic, though, because you know Stone Cold's always had that rivalry with Vince, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to see 
that he actually needed him yeah, exactly. to win. Exactly. <laughs> to see him kind of switch it over and and be on Vince's side because he's been always against Vince, you know what I said? Like yep. I can't stare at my boss, you know. I'm a, Even I'm the Rock was the Rock was corporate rock. He was with Vince before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the back on him. <laughs> I mean mine is it's so hard to say because there's so many WrestleMania moments. Like I don't know if I can necessarily say that it's your favorite. This is my favorite. Yeah. But you know, when I talk about being one of the most iconic moments for me is it, Daniel Bryan. Because you you know we got two WrestleMania moments for him. Mm-hmm. One of them was when just just leading up to the whole thing, right? Yeah. The to me the Occupy Monday Night Raw was yeah. one of the most epic and iconic moments ever um, to this day. Still, yeah, it is. That I hope that they don't try to replicate or duplicate it because don't don't take that moment away from Daniel Bryan. Right. But just the whole storyline, you know, him wanting to be champion. The authority basically calling him a B-class wrestler and that, you know, he'll never be, you know, up there or never, never be WWE champion or whatever. And so just that whole build up to that and then to him earning his shot against um, or basically forcing Triple H with the Occupy Monday Night Raw, but forcing Triple H to to go into the match and if he beats him. He gets thrown into the triple threat, you know, a triple yeah. threat match with mm-hmm. Randy Orton and Batista, which was already set up to be mm-hmm. a good a WrestleMania. Good yeah, a good yeah. match. Randy Orton and Batista. Yeah, you're talking about two members of Evolution. Exactly. And then we have Batista who was coming back because, you know, he's doing a movie thing. Yeah. And, and he got his kind of, I call it Brock Lesnar S. Then he won, the, he won the Rumble that year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Batista did win the Rumble that year. With Blue Tista? That was that was was it. That was that year, right? Yeah. Okay. We had the the purple, bluish purple get up or whatever it was. But Mm -hmm. I mean, just the just for Daniel Bryan one to beat Triple H, and that was an epic match. Like that match was that match was good. Like I was on the edge of my seat that whole match. That was classic Triple H and Stephanie. It it really, it really (laughs) was. And then after that match, for him to come back and compete in that triple threat match Mm -hmm. to win. You know, because they unified the the championships at that time. So for him to to be the undisputed oh, no, he champion, had two matches. yeah, he had two matches. But yeah. they, that, I mean, what I'm saying is that oh, the, yeah, the belts were yeah. unified because yeah. remember John Cena and Randy Orton yeah, fought to yeah. for the belt. And wasn't it earlier that year when Triple H uh, turned on him at uh, SummerSlam when Randy cashed in? Was that that same year? Yeah, that yeah. was the same year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he had just beat John Cena yeah, just beat to John be the Cena champ. To be the champ. And then Triple H pedigreed him, and then Randy Orton came down and cashed in. Yep. Yep. Okay. Exactly. No, that was the no no. Was that the year before? That was I think that was the year before because uh, Randy Orton beat John Cena in the ladder match. Sure. For, oh, so that was 2013. Yeah, yeah. That okay. was that was before because Randy Orton beat yeah Randy Orton beat well, then, John Cena. That in the makes your match. moment even better because it's like a two year story. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. It really is. So I um, mean that that's to me that's one of them. Yeah. I have one, and you know, most people um, probably like, really? Like, we got so many matches, but you just gotta think, like, so it was the year, I wanna say it was WrestleMania 30. It, it was, they were in New Orleans, right? Was I, that 30? I, or? I can't remember. I ain't gonna say yeah, it, was. No. It, it was. was. It was when the New Day was hosted. Ah, uh, I know where you're going. And you know, like, I'm a big anime fan. So, first off, they come out with the Dragon the Ball Z. The Dragon Ball Z get up, like, yeah. 
Hey, you talk about Xavier, he got the Saiyan hair and stuff like that right there was iconic just for me. Like not only am I a wrestling fan, but an anime fan. Like you just you just hit me with a double header. And then like it was all it was words coming out, word coming out that the Hardys were coming back. There was so much speculation that was going out right. because but, right before that happened, remember they were talking about how they signed them, but they weren't gonna premiere them or debut them because they were still trying to get the rights to their broken hardy persona exactly. so yeah we knew they worked for the wwe yeah. at that time and they were under contract but i had no clue everything was showing that they were going to be premiering the, the monday night they, they after, after. Yep. so it was and i wasn't paying attention at all so <laughs> i was completely shocked so thanks to trey it was wrestlemania 33 but um yeah and then you know, we thinking that, oh, it's just going to be the New Day they're hosting and yep. they're going to be in the match. So yep. they, they do that, that hoo, 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 hoo. And then next thing you know, you hear the music and it was the old school Hardy music that yeah. dropped. Mm-hmm. And to make it even better, they were in a ladder match. Yeah. Like, they had to win. And they, they had won to win. It was a ladder like match. That. And they, they did exactly like what the Hardys lived up to. They did, you know, the aerial assault. You know, Jeff being on the highest ladder drops yeah. down, and the bar was actually like one of the biggest tag teams. And you know, they took them out. So, you know, that's just one another. That was just a good epic moment. That was a good you know, moment, especially for the new the new age. I got another one though. Like, I, I want to throw this one out too because this to me was a good. A lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people are going to agree with me, but it it served the purpose for the future, right? Mm-hmm. Because I can't remember what WrestleMania it was. Um, I want to say it was the exact same WrestleMania, like WrestleMania 30. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was when The Rock came out. And he was doing this segment with Stephanie and Triple H. And then Stephanie slapped him. You talking about with the Ronda? Yeah, with the was Ronda. That the was that the same? I know it was during the daylight. The yeah, daytime. it was during daytime. I, yeah, I can't remember if it was the same WrestleMania or not. It, it was around the same. It, it was either the year time. before yeah. or it was something like that. But yeah, so... Uh, and like you said, to bring back to the the anime twist, right? Because yeah. I mean, like when The Rock got out of the ring, you know that The Rock ain't just gonna end it on that mm-hmm. that note. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. But the whole entire time I was peeping that before The Rock even came out, I kept peeping in the corner. It was 31. It was 31. Okay, so it was the next year. I was like, damn, they got Ronda at ringside, and I kept, you know, the couple of matches that they had before, they kept. Doing a little camera thing, and I was like, "Oh damn, the Ronda! Okay, we got Ronda sitting there." If, ring you, pay attention, kept... if you pay attention, you would see Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Shayna Baszler was over there too. with her. Yo. Nobody knew who she was. Nobody wow. exactly. At the time, <laughs> they nobody kept knew who she was. in the camera mm-hmm. her way. Yep. So when he walked over there, and he looked at her, I said, "Oh shit, here we go." And then when she jumped over the little thing, and she had the uh, the Dragon Ball Z. Oh, over nine thousand. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is such a great moment. But to me, it made it even better because, like, Ronda has that thing. Like, it nobody knew that this was the start of things, you know what I mean? And, you know, they call her the baddest woman on the planet for a reason. But, you know, when she hip toss Triple H, I mean, like, come on, you you don't got too many people that effortless. effortless. And then to go into the next WrestleMania where she fought um, with Kurt Angle. Yep. Remember and when she squared up with Triple H in that ring and started throwing the bombs at him? I mean, it was just, it was such a great moment, and it was like the the jump start of 
you know, the the women's evolution that led into, you know what I mean, led into yeah. that whole women's evolution and then her and having her first pay-per-view with Kurt Angle and stuff like that. But that was a great moment. Yeah. Yeah. My uh second one has got to be <laughs> Kofi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Kofi. yeah definitely. Kofi. Definitely. definitely. That's That's... That's record history. Break. I don't care how he lost his title. Him winning it yeah. was amazing. I mean, he lost it. In, he lost it under some bullshit circumstances. To right. me, they could have did better than that bullshit match. But his his situation was similar to Daniel Bryan's. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they kind of, like I said, I, I don't like it when they try to kind of duplicate. But they or, didn't do the the occupy. They did. They did not. They just had him keep going through gauntlet matches. Ga- gauntlet matches. Kept calling him B plus. Now, now when we talk about you know the gauntlet matches, the one of the best moments there was when Vince came out and he was talking to Big E and uh, Xavier. Uh, you know, saying like, "Hey, are, y- are y'all willing to sacrifice for Kofi and go through this gauntlet match and bring it on?" Yeah. And how you know they went through everybody. To me, the best moment was when they got to the Usos. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that right there was just like I said. I hate at times. I hate WWE's writing. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, the writing it lacks. And then I always say, every once in a while, they, they get, get it. They get something right. right. You know yeah. what I mean? And that that whole segment. Just with the Usos coming in, and before the match even kicked off, and them just basically saying like, "Yo, we're not gonna fight you," you know what I'm saying? You in our book, we vote for Kofi. We good. We forfeit. And they had they just did. had an amazing feud with the New Day. Yeah. So they, and they got to the point where they was fighting each other so much that they finally just said, "All right, it's respect. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, it's respect. It's respect. Yeah, it's right. respect. Like I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. And we're not gonna stand in the way of Kofi. Yeah. You know, making history. making history. So we out. That right there is is the moments. Like that's the stuff that I watch for. Is is those iconic moments that make you remember, like make you love wrestling so much. Um, but since we we talk about WrestleMania moments, okay. Now, I kind of want to challenge you a little bit because there have been some great WrestleMania moments, but as a overall complete product, what was, in your opinion, the best WrestleMania as a whole? WrestleMania uh, 20. 20? Yeah. Okay, let me go back and let me let me try to... Icon versus Icon. Oh, Icon versus Icon. But you had not only that, you had a great, like, just overall like you had triple h in matches like you you pretty much this was the this was the implementation of attitude yeah and ruthless aggression okay you get it because you got the stardom of ruthless aggression but you got also the badasses of attitude era um i think that was probably one of the best wrestlemanias that, that was a that was a really good wrestlemania yeah um i'm gonna go with you better uh, not take mine either, Trey. I'm going with 30. Yeah, I, oh, you're going with 30? Those two. The decade, WrestleMania. Yeah, because remember. Every decade is always the best. You got to remember, 30, that's when they opened it up with Hogan, Rock, and Stone Cold. They were, that was in Texas. I, yeah, I, re, I remember that. Everything okay. big in Texas. They came, they came out, you got to think, the three biggest at the time. Names. Names. Yeah. Ever. I mean, you could throw John Cena in there, but as far as, like, from the 80s to the Attitude Era to the Ruthless Aggression, those three names. Yeah. <laughs> so, that that right there set it off. And then, honestly, uh, 
even in 30 you still had and the people don't like this too you had the streak ending yeah <laughs> you had a streak in and then but the thing is i'm glad that they didn't finish it like that they finished it with daniel bryan which made it see i would think differently if <laughs> they, they ended it with the undertaker streak. losing yeah they had to finish it on a high note yeah because you guys you had so many highs and lows in that wrestlemania 30 so to me that's the main that's the biggest one for me so i y'all y'all both you know both great wrestlemanias right and i had to go back because i had to look up some of the jay about to drop i had i had to look up some of the matches because you know i was trying to go back and replay just the reason why to to, to prove why this was in my opinion the best so for me it was wrestlemania 26 okay okay <laughs> and, and and i say that because okay i knew he was gonna say that you, you know i had to go to wrestlemania 26 okay wrestlemania 26 was stacked yeah beyond stacked okay so and we all know the, the i'm gonna leave that one for last okay but i mean think about it and as much as i crack on it and i'll tell you how much i hate chris jericho but you know we had Chris Jericho versus Edge yeah, for the heavyweight respect. championship, yeah. which was a great match. There we go. Right? Had John Cena versus Batista and that WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then we had you was know that the Last Man Standing match. Uh, I can't remember. I'm not sure. I know they had a had one leading up to that. Keep going. Um. Okay, and then we had. Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon in the No Holds Bar oh, match. Yeah. Exactly. When his whole family came out at yep. the end and started getting some get back on Vince. Yep. Yeah. And then that was a WrestleMania where we still were getting the money in the uh, money in the bank ladder matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I say? Um and then the big one was Shawn Marcos versus The Undertaker. Yes. I knew you, I knew that yeah. first the f- second time. This was the second this was the second one? No, nah, I think No, this was the first, first one. That was first the first one. This is the first one. This is Hold this on. wasn't the all white, right? Because the second one is when he came out like the Undertaker. Because I'm about to say, because oh no, this was the second one. This okay. was the second one. This is the second one. This was because 27 two. and 28 was this was the uh, career. This is this triple is 20, 27 was Triple H and then 28. Yeah, and 29 was uh, Cena Rock that finished off. Yeah, that finished. So it this off. was the this was the streak versus career. Yeah. yeah, and I and as much as the the first match was great and i'm never going to me the second one was just a little bit better it was and the only reason why i feel like it was a little bit better because there was more on the line the first one was just you know Shawn michaels trying to end the streak yeah. you know what i'm saying and then the whole storyline to build up because Shawn michaels cost the undertaker the royal rumble that exactly. year yeah we talked about and, that and because he cost him the royal rumble you know the undertaker still refused to fight him at wrestlemania yep and then he finally came back and said okay if i fight you at wrestlemania you gonna have to put something on the line, yeah. and that's your career. Yeah. And I mean, come on, we got we got Shawn Michaels who was retired that night. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like to, that was somebody look it up real quick because I think it's the same. What what WrestleMania was it with Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit both won the championship? Um, hold on. Was it was it uh X Seven? Was it X7? Well, I don't for, know. For, I don't think it was. I, I, I don't thought think it, it was 20. Because that's when uh, Benoit fought Kurt Angle, but it wasn't for a title. That was to see who's the best wrestler. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. 
I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. But well, you know, most of that junk is ex because we know. Especially since Peacock is starting to uh, censor yeah, some man. of the WWE product. Yeah. So it was WrestleMania 20. There you go. WrestleMania 20. So you, saw, Eddie Girl so you and got the Icon versus Icon. And you got mm-hmm. the Radicals winning the championship. Like that moment, I think that was like one of the most emotional moments uh, of the WrestleMania with them two. Like that yeah. celebration. Like... Did Rey Mysterio win his first heavyweight? It wasn't at WrestleMania, was it not? Mm-hmm. It was at SummerSlam or, he, or Survivor Series or something like that, right? That he won his first uh, Or was it no? Title? It was like No Mercy. It was one of their, because No Mercy yeah. was a big pay-per-view for them at the time when they did have it. Yeah, it was. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I, I kind of wanted to see Rey Mysterio get that championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. But it's, it just so happens to work out that, he, you know, he got it a little bit before then. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, man. There's so many WrestleManias. Yeah. There's so many matches yeah, to go is. through. Like, it's... And and there are a lot of them you forget about. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever you try to think about it. Because I think... I think even further back. I can't remember what WrestleMania was. I think it was like 18 or something like that. When we had the triple threat match between um, John Cena, Triple H, and... No, John Cena, Edge, and The Big Show. Oh, yeah. That was a great you WrestleMania. You talking about when... Um, when John Cena um, did an attitude adjustment with both of them. With both of them. Yeah. That was when he, you know, when when he exposed the Big Show for messing with Vicky Guerrero yep. um, over I'm, Edge. I'm looking up the WrestleMania 20 card right now. This is also the the one with uh, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar the first time. Oh, yeah. Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold oh, is as a ref. Damn, WrestleMania 20. And I just that? looked it up. That? See, I forgot. Chris Benoit beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels to win that title. He did. Yeah. And Eddie Guerrero beat uh, Kurt. Kurt, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, I don't know though. I mean, to me, Eddie Girl beating Brock Lesnar was still it still was it was still was oh, way it was yeah. still was way better. Yeah. yeah. I mean like was that that wasn't at a WrestleMania though. Nah. nah it was it was Survivor, it's Survivor series, series, I think. Because that was when, you know, uh Brock Lesnar was throwing out his addiction. Yeah. And that's when they actually started putting like real personal issues out in mm-hmm. you know the shows and everything yeah i think it was survivor series I, or SummerSlam. i know it was something with an s maybe at the time i can't yeah. remember but i don't know man. I, I i feel like i feel like these these new these new wrestlemanias man they got a lot to live up to man you know like, they do they got some big it, shoes to if fill. you if you think about wrestlemanias in general okay i as much as i hate saying it the wwe right now they don't have the same caliber of talent as they did back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's as a whole, like when you look at as far as star power, as, they yeah, don't. As, as, as far as wrestling ability, you think star power they do? I don't think they back do. Then they had, po- back then they had star, better star power. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the, talking about as far as wrestling ability though. No, they got the way now better. Yeah, are way better, more. I talented. mean, wrestlers now are way more advanced. The move sets are way more advanced. I give yeah. that to them all day. I mean, these wrestlers these nowadays are innovative and they're creating some crazy shit in the ring that we've never seen before. But when it comes down to like just the the star power and the weight of their names, to me they're just they don't have enough of them that are up there that are holding the company together like they did back in the day. Yeah. I mean, you, you, we already read off what four or five different WrestleManias that were in the span of you know, a couple of years, and look how decked out the WrestleMania card was. I think there's a few. I think there's a few different reasons for that. Um, 
one would be and i don't i don't really want to get into it now because this ain't really the show for it but uh them uh i feel like certain wrestlers don't keep uh they need to keep kayfabe alive a lot more yeah when they're in certain storylines um i think that i think the advancement of the internet and social media has made it to where they're not looked upon as super superstars the way they used to be because it's way too you know too much about them now i think that's a i think that's a big key that you pointed out right there um and then it's not even just that though i think it's well that is definitely one of them um i don't know the attitude era in the way that wrestling was back then um was just the times like it, it to me at that time it was ahead of its time it was you know what i'm saying yeah. like the we even the ruthless even the ruthless aggression error you know what i'm saying like wrestling has always been somewhat of a violent sport you know because at the end of the day it's a sport i don't care what anybody say it is entertainment but it's, you got to have some type of athletic ability to do what these wrestlers do you know what i'm saying so to me the 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 viciousness of it has dulled down a lot you know what i'm saying and i kind of feel like it's kind of saturated a lot of what they can and can't do when it comes down to storylines when it comes down to matches when it comes down and and don't get me wrong i know these wrestlers put their bodies on the line no i don't want to see them take a hair a head shot you know what i mean a thousand times and get concussions or i don't want to see them go through barbed wire and stuff like that but at the end of the day we got a taste of that for years yeah. you know what i'm saying and to touch on that like think about when you have somebody who comes from that era like Edge, right? Yep. And what he did on on the previous uh, SmackDown and how he was like setting up for the Kachiro. Kachiro. Just the reaction from the crowd. Those who are, were around yeah. that part or heard stories of that devastating move or, or just that using... We wanted to see the Kachiro. We wanted to see We wanted to see, but we, we knew it wasn't going to happen. But we yeah, yeah like we exactly that, you know and um in the touch on your kayfabe like i think what we see now is we see we see that implemented into what we see on tv like how bobby lashley he wins a title for the first time in 17 years right and and he, he's he's a face right mm-hmm. and he does one simple thing and now he's a heel yeah. You get what I'm saying? It was no buildup to him being a heel, but we knew that he had to be a heel yeah. because of who he's going against at WrestleMania and it being Drew McIntyre. So you, it, it's too quick of a change. But I just loved how back in the day, the transition from a face to a heel it was, was kind of like that that ultimate betrayal yes. type. You know, yes. we don't really get that yeah. anymore. Like, even when Roman turned heel, it wasn't really... A heel effect, but we were hoping for it. You know, in the sense of, I Seth guess, was probably the last one. Seth was yes. probably the last one when he turned on uh, Roman and Dan. yeah, the shield. yeah. I mean, Roman came back as a heel. Yeah. So you didn't really see that betrayal that went down. You know, yeah. what I'm saying he had to establish himself as a heel. And then you look at the two people that he went that he turned heel on. Yeah. It was Braun Strowman and the, the Fiend. Fiend. The like, Fiend. Yeah. You know. It was just him being destructive. That's what I'm saying. It's just some. It's just some of the aspects of. If he was gonna be healed, it would have been when he faced the Undertaker. And the only that thing, the only thing that makes me kind of nervous about the future for wrestling, yeah. 
is that we've seen now how much they have PG'd wrestling, right? And I get it. I know the fines, you know what I mean? The lawsuits, you know, the, the wrestlers getting injured, the career-ending injuries. I understand that. So it makes me kind of nervous for the future of wrestling. Yeah. Because I feel like the physicality is being pulled away so much and then with the physicality being pulled away you have to kind of amp up the storylines right you got to keep the people entertained one way or another so either it's with the storylines and the build up to the matches or it's the matches yeah right and right now when they're kind of lacking in both of those it's kind of hard to really say that oh man i'm in love with wrestling right now because like they're both kind of lacking right now you know what i mean like we used to we used to get a men's version i won't even say men's but we got like a soap opera you know what i'm saying like you couldn't wait to see what couldn't wait to see what happened yeah now is i already know what's gonna happen i mean i remember back in the day set my vcr to record so that I made sure I didn't miss Monday Night Raw because I was like, "Well, oh, man, I got to watch it. And then we got into the age of the DVR and stuff like that. Yeah. And I had every one of them recorded. Even if I miss it, I went back and watched it Tuesday. Yeah. Sometimes I stayed up late and, and, Monday and to watch even, it. And I even go back to, to like even when Raw and, and well WWF and WCW, you know, they were going back and I was flipping back and forth just to see who was going to top who yeah. because it was at that moment that they were topping. You know, and it was just, just the excitement. I'm like, damn, I wonder what's gonna happen but next. See, and now, then how they ended the show. It was like, yeah, did they really just do that? Like, mm-hmm. but now, play. but now you got things like YouTube, yeah, and Hulu that kind of dilute the product. So you 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 miss a week, and it's like, okay, well, I can just go check out the highlights. Yeah, and then when you look at the highlights, you're like, well, I didn't really miss anything anyway. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so, exactly. and then next thing you know, you find yourself. Oh man, I haven't watched Monday Night Raw for like three weeks, and then you finally put it on a Monday. You're like, "This is still going on. I really haven't missed so, anything." As far as the uh, big four pay per views, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and WrestleMania, where nowadays does WrestleMania rank for you in those four? Um, to me, WrestleMania is still going to be number one. The only reason why I say that is because to me, Survivor Series has been trashed the last two or three years um i'm kind of over the raw versus smackdown yeah i mean the raw versus smackdown versus nxt was kind of exciting that was the last one yeah mm-hmm. um but the raw versus smackdown i'm kind of over it yeah. i kind of want them to go back to individual feuds and then they kind of amplify it through survivor series you know what i'm saying somebody like, may what, having to force somebody to make a team together yeah they're already going against a faction like, like, or something like when when john cena put the team together to go against the nexus yeah like things like that to yeah. me or even exciting. the one when it was team authority versus team cena exactly and sting debuted yep. and if john cena loses then everybody on his team gets fired yeah yeah like that one stuff like that like the traditional Raw versus Smackdown it's kind of old and boring and tired yeah because you kind of already see for one because Raw always wins except for the year NXT did but then you all you see who who's the top ones because they get the most airtime. so you already know they're going to be on team uh, team Raw and Smackdown then you already know that it's going to be champion versus champion so it's not like 
Okay, so we we have a sneak peek for you, and it shouldn't be because they have a pay per view night of champions that's for champion versus champion. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Survivor Series should all be about to me back in the day. Survivor Series is about ending that feud. Whoever had Blood the feuds. longest type of rivalry, and it was just getting to the point where they were just at each other's throat. Survivor Series was that pay per view that they used hell in the cell. Yeah. Cage matches, ladder matches, or you know, no holds you, bar matches. And they got a chance, like if, if they were to just like they had a chance to to mix some things up when they start having the main. I want to say the main roster, but Raw SmackDown superstars on NXT, right? Headed into that, you could have done winner takes all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, one, they need to get rid of Hell in a Cell. Yeah. It should not have its own pay per view because that is that uh, every every match needs to be Hell in a Cell if that's the case. Yeah, so Hell in a Cell pay per view needs to go. Like in the last couple of years, the the last Hell in a Cell match hasn't even had an actual finish. Nah, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's time for them to scrub that. Even TLC, like you still get some matches that are not TLC matches. There don't even have TLC anymore, do they? When's the last time they? Oh yeah, they did have TLC. I'm thinking of Money in the Bank. Yeah. And to me, the money in the bank doesn't even hold the weight that it that but it as, used to hold. Like it says, money in the bank. Every title needs to be up for money in the yeah. bank or something. Yeah. Like it, you already know they're not going for no minimal title if they win money in the bank. So you need to have a money in the bank faces this one. Money in the bank for the U.S. The money in the bank Intercontinental. Like you know, give give some superstars that recognition that that effort. Otherwise, that would make those mid card titles mean more too. My really? second, my second favorite pay per view, uh, and you know it's kind of hard because it, it, depending on what's going on, this one could either be my first or my second. Yeah. It's going to be Royal Rumble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they kind of, to me, they kind of made this tradition of having these guest stars appear, the you legend, know, like yeah. the legends and stuff, and it's kind of starting to get a little diluted and yeah, watered down because that's mainly of, with the women's. Yeah, with the, well, the women they don't have much they don't have that much options. Yeah, yeah. But with the men's, like we saw we seen the hurricane like what was it, 2 years in a row. All right now, WWE, I'm tired of seeing the hurricane. Now, I was kind of I was kind of happy because when they did I saw the rumors and the hints about Santino Morella yeah. and the fact that he popped up in the women's match. I mean, it was entertaining. It was. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a, it was a fun surprise. He, he did stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean, other than that, like, even Royal Rumble to me is just like, it's exciting because I want to see who wins the Royal Rumble to go to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the stuff that they do is just starting to, it's just repetitive you know, over and over. You know, they were saying that I was reading something and it said that um, how WWE would never, yeah, WWE would never really give give TNA now known as Impact their rep as competition, but they did pull a deal with TNA and Impact is because they need they were inducting the Four Horsemen into the Hall of Fame, and it was around WrestleMania time, and they needed Ric Flair. Ric Flair was under contract with TNA, mm, yep. so they had to pull one. Christian showed up at Slammiversary in order for them to have yeah. Ric Flair at Hall of um for the Hall of Fame. And so I just bring that in to say that TNA Impact, they have something on top of WWE. And for their X Division Championship, you remember how we spoke about how we loved that match. Love right? it. Loved it. Well, they did whoever wins that X Division match. Can either do two things that can keep that and 
they will wrestle for that mat for the title at Slammiversary mm-hmm. or they can uh, vacate that title yes. for a championship match for the big I love title. when they did that so, so when Austin Aries did that yep. that was the first time that they had an X division fight for the TNA mm-hmm. championship yep. and he won it that's perfect you do something like that with the Intercontinental you know what I want to vacate I've won the next the next tier title I want a chance well we've had title. this discussion several yeah. times and the, the, one of the things about it was that whenever back in the day when people used to win like the United States and a continental the, after so after you know a period of time, it's time their up. next goal was moving up to you know like yeah. they moved up and they never went back and they to never it. went back and now you got these wrestlers that are the, the same person winning the WWE Championship and then they lose it and then they get the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, like, because to me, they don't have enough mainstream superstars yeah. to cover it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the mid-card is lacking. but And they also have great superstars that they don't even use. I mean, they lost Andrade. You know what I'm saying? Ricochet, they're not doing anything with. Alistair Black, we haven't even seen him and I don't know how long. To Black. Yeah, so just got rid of Murphy. Well, not yeah. rid of him, but they even had him on the shelf. Exactly. Yeah, they they he had one match and Seth came out and, and, that, and saved him. And you got to think about one thing too: the COVID restrictions are have lifted in most of these countries. We still haven't seen AOP. Yeah. Still haven't seen them. We haven't seen them for years. We've even seen Walter show back up like, from the UK. Exactly. <laughs> so. So you think like Kofi? He shouldn't be a. Don't get me wrong, longest reigning tag team champion, but he shouldn't be a tag team. Like he should still be in the mix of fighting for the title, yeah, for the main title. For the main title, Big E, like, yeah. I after he loses at WrestleMania, yeah, I just threw that in. <laughs> after he loses at WrestleMania, he should be fighting for the WWE championship. Look at you trying to drop the mic. Yeah, trying to mic drop a little salt, <laughs> salt. But you know, we're not gonna really do a. Uh, a guesstimate, you know, we might do something, you know, on social media, just asking everybody who they think is going to be their winners for. Uh, yeah, I think I think instead of instead of doing our predictions here, I think what we're going to do is we're going to put up a Instagram poll. Yeah. So once we once we get all, because they're still finalizing some of the some more matches. So once we get all of our WrestleMania matches finalized, we're going to do the Instagram poll and we're going to put up who do you think is going to win in these matches because we want to see what you guys think. Yeah, yeah, and we might yeah. have something. Might have something, you know. The one who gets the best, the best, uh, the best percentage, okay, of votes correct uh-huh. after WrestleMania, we'll send you some merch. How about that? Yeah, we'll send yeah. you some free merch. Oh yeah, we got we we got merch now. We got merch, <laughs> so we gonna we gonna rep it. You know, we gonna we gonna do something for the winner and everything like that. So you know, hey man, it's WrestleMania season. You know. As I like to say, what it do, what it do, what it do. You are listening to your number one crew. This is Over the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy, JD, a.k.a. Mike Drop. This is Jay, a.k.a. Mr. Rant. And this is Trey, a.k.a. Trey Way. Hey, man. Hey, man. Keep your TVs on. Hopefully, it's about to be some mix-up. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>